everyone. Welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Nice hey. to speak to you all again. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? And how is everyone as well doing? I like mm-hmm. to, even though I know you guys can't respond to us, but I like to still ask how you are. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's um, yeah. that be kind these days. Just ask the just right being questions. Polite. Oh yeah. yeah, your your bestie. I heard your bestie on the news oh, this which morning. One? Your bestie from Glasgow. Who's, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> that one who started her petition. Her little. Oh, her. Yeah, I was thinking because the, the cop news. thing going on. I was thinking well, there's a lot of people in in Glasgow. Oh, yeah, they they were in Glasgow <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, your your bestie from Glasgow who had to jump on her burner account to start cussing Diana because we meant we just she just wanted to mention that marginalized people and um like and people of color most likely will get dim- discriminated against with her mm. little campaign, campaign that she's running. But I can't believe know, she's still the, doing the, it. They don't like, care. Yeah, no, it's, get, it's getting spoken about in Parliament now. Great, well done, and girls. And it's just like you guys who you're doing all your little petitions, you're doing all your little campaigns and stuff, and you're going to a government that are racist anyway, that don't <laughs> give a shit. So, like, yeah, your little campaigns are probably going to get passed through, and here we, and then we're just in this vicious cycle. And then you guys yeah. will go and start being conservative now because you got to speak in the government. You know right. what I hate about this so much as well. It's like if you're if that's how you're going to be, and you want the bouncers to search everyone that's about to walk into a club, then you need to not play any black music in that club. You can enjoy your Steps and your S Club Seven <laughs> and your whatever else Taylor Swift. I hate no black parties, music man. is going to play in a venue that has racist policies. That should that would be my thing if I was in power. Every venue is gonna be like that. Like at the end of the day, like we already get searched and stuff, but then this is yeah. just too much. The thing is the reason why you're asking for more search searches going on is because you're a white woman and they haven't been searching you. I can't I actually can't believe and that. Because I thought it was a policy. And you've what it is a policy, and you've watched your white boys, your white boyfriends, just be able to get in the club, and they're not getting searched properly. You've watched them, you've watched them come and bring their coke, then bring their little whatever in the in the club, <laughs> their drugs and all that shit, their pills and whatever. You watch them come and be able to bring all their shit in the club, mm. fine, because they don't get searched, stop searched properly. So, like, you know what, your little campaign ain't gonna work because. They're still because at the end of the day, they're only gonna still um search in more thoroughly black and brown people. They're not gonna be stopping you. You got you lot. Like, I'm sorry, like it's not gonna help. You're still mm-hmm. gonna like, and the bouncers are probably in on it. The bouncers have been letting your little your little boys come in come in the club um with their needles. Yeah, bouncers like, are not nice people a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, this ain't gonna help nothing, babes. So. Mm. But okay, like whatever, like you get your little spot in the sun, feel like you've done something and mm. yeah, like, but okay, this is no means me kind of like taking light the situation that's going on. I think it's awful that men feel like they can come and spike people by injection. Mm, um, of course. 
and like obviously it's this isn't this isn't new either of course this has been happening Mm -hmm. but um i think is is fucking disgusting however we just feel like when you want to start your little campaigns and people of color and black people and brown people are coming in telling you that this probably isn't the most helpful and all you want to do is come back fighting, sh- screaming, shouting, victimizing yourself with your white mm. woman tears saying about how, oh, I'm trying to help everyone. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up because everyone? you haven't thought about everyone. <laughs> but she asked, she said, she said there's a question. Everyone, <laughs> question bitch. mark. Ugh. You know, and like, and these and these times you'll start screaming, be kind, be kind, but you ain't being kind when you're on your frigging burner account, are you? Mm. <laughs> on a banner account mm. slating my profile oh, I'm still hurt <laughs> wait they, they came on your actual pro- on your profile commenting on your pictures as well weren't nah. they no 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 they didn't actually come on my profile it's just they'd obviously preed my profile and then said oh you and your stupid pictures of yourself like or something something ridiculous like that it's like so wait they, they came they came on another comment starting saying no. about your no, pictures it was, it was on the same thread so they'd gone and looked at so, my profile yeah, on and the, then returned to the so thread on your, so on their thread they came yeah. and responded to you and started slating you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these are the same bitches that will be screaming, crying, be kind. Be Shut kind. the fuck up. I know. Get it's out. So boring. Th- that be kind bullshit. It's like, you know what? I have a problem. So, like, you know, okay, be kind mm. bullshit. I also have a problem with the word bullying. Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds stupid for one, anyway. <laughs> and it sounds like a word that. A white that a little white bitch came up with as well. Trust me, I've been thinking this recently because it's like every black person that lived in a white area got bullied. But like, why do we need to create this new word where it just applies to like white people that get picked on? It's like, or it just applies this to certain situations. I mean. It doesn't encompass everything. Yeah. And it's like this whole term of bullying. If a black, as a little black girl, I couldn't start saying, "Oh, you're bullying me." Because mm. people would tell me to shut up. <laughs> Whereas when it's like these little white girls who want to turn around to me and be like, oh, you're bullying me. You're bullying me. Mm. Everyone listens to them. Mm. <laughs> oh, Deanna can I see the disgust on my face. <laughs> God forbid. Like, this is why I hate the word bullying. Like some little yeah. white white girl made up that's dumb term bullying and it's just and this is the thing because it also kind of softens what you're actually getting softens the yeah the abuse you're actually getting because bullying is a form of abuse let's let's mm-hmm. be real and it's like bullying makes it sound like it's childish it does it does you know like if i turn around and say oh i was bullied in the workplace it just <laughs> sounds like it's a childish it does a childish thing but i think that's the actual term I think when it really, should be. We should be saying. We should really be saying. I've been abused in the workplace. Yeah, because like it's specifics. a form of abuse. Yeah, it's like emotional abuse, or even it can be physical, of course. But like, yeah. I just thinking, bullying might, it, should be like the umbrella term, and then other things come underneath it. So it's like, you don't say you're being bullied. You say you're being abused, or you're being. Um, but you're a victim of racism or like yeah like just but abuse is that term abuse could be that umbrella term I think I think abuse I think we should get rid of the word bullying in general Mm. and just call it what it is which is abuse yeah but the thing is is that abuse is too harsh 
That's why it there is. is this term bullying. It's the watered down version. And calling someone a bully. Let's call yeah. them what they are, an abuser. <laughs> Abusing my time. <laughs> Let's call them what they are. You're an abuser. Mm. <laughs> but then does that not um, water down no, different because forms abuse, of abuse? Well, no, like this is the thing because like, you need to this is where you can actually specify like yeah, you can specify yeah. different types of abuse yeah, if i'm like getting abuse in the racial. workplace with mm. race racial abuse um where emotional abuse mental abuse because they're trying to get in my head mm. same things all of it is forms of abuse but True. for some reason we have to call that bullying how stupid yeah. does that sound? It makes it it makes it sound less than what it is. They've come up with that term bullying for a reason. So mm. you you can't you can't specifically kind of it's not like as demonizing. Yeah, and also it's like only certain people are allowed to be bullies. Like even exactly. in the films we watch, right? So it's the people of color, of course, and then white girls that are like rich and follow the the stereotypes of being mm-hmm. the mean girls and then the white boys that are like rude or like working class and then other people aren't really bullies but they're they are yeah. the bullies the manipulators and the yeah. the quiet ones the white that girls bitch and gossip and the white rumors. girls are the, they bullies. Are the bullies see, i'm yeah. sorry this is remind this is reminding me of big mouth i don't know if you mm. you must have if you're halfway through you must have got there yeah I'm when jesse was being really rude to missy yeah oh my god i've got so she much to say on this bitch. but i want to finish first yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about big mouth next week yeah but she was being a bitch the way she was the way she acted was she, she was being a bitch mm. as soon as missy if missy acted like that towards anyone oh it would be bullying mm-hmm. jesse did it and missy had to take it no we need to protect missy she's one of my favorite cartoon characters missy. She's the best character. Yeah, definitely. She's the best her. character. And I love her and Kiki Palmer together. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, combination. She's the best character. Yeah. Literally. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm. sorry. Let's get on to topic. Yeah. We've got quite a lot, but we're going to whiz through a lot of these because, you know, yeah. people move mad all the time and we just like highlighting things and then moving on. So we won't be dwelling on this all too much, but yeah. Um, and just see what tangents we go off on as well yeah (laughs) so I guess we can start with um, a man with HIV who is awaiting deportation to Jamaica is being Mm -mm. detained uh, being denied life saving treatment in an immigration detention centre in England so um, this is fucking awful because I know it's part of like is adding to the conversation about Windrush, the Windrush scandal, because it's like, mm-hmm. how is this guy not receiving his treatment? And he's also, he relies on other daily medications as well. So, And how long has he been in the UK for? All since he was life, 11, 30 years, yeah. So, so um, and all of a sudden he can't, he can't get treatment on the NHS and he's been here all of his life. No, so he can't since get he was his 11. Um, HIV treatment, which... This that's kind of like a life or death thing because you can deteriorate with HIV. Yeah. And then on top of that, he can't get his mental health um, prescriptions that he needs. So the um, he needs and like certain this, dosages a day, is, but staff are kind of restricting them and they've reduced how much they're giving him for his depression and the schizophrenia. Thing is, how disgusting this is, like mm. we, we're talking about his prescriptions. So he's been prescribed this under the British government. He's had a GP 
in this British, in this Great Britain, mm. he's had a GP, all of this stuff. Yeah. He's got prescriptions. He's been diagnosed yeah. in this UK. He's got prescriptions, but all of a sudden now you, he, now you guys have, you want to deport him for whatever reason. There's no reason because what he's could been he have here done since at 11? 11. Yeah. Like what the fuck could he have there, done? There's, there's no reason mm. for him to be deported. Um, yeah. This is I'm just, I'm just tired. Like this government, I just, I, how much are they going to get away with? They do not give it's, a shit about the sickening. most vulnerable people. Like this person has schizophrenia. They've got HIV and they've also got depression. And it's like, oh, fuck it. Let's just deport them anyway. It's like, are you, yeah, are but, you no, but that's sick? the reason. But this is, this is discrimination because mm. they're going to be deporting him as well as because of his mental health issues. Yeah. They're going to be, that's why they're doing it as well. The mental health issues is adding onto it and that's what's fueling them to deport him. It's it's actually it sickening. It's sickening. It's not. They don't want to help people in this country. And the thing is, especially black people. And this is why we need to like these things. We need to be talking about them. We need to be raising these issues because, like, we can't feel like we actually can't feel safe here. None of us because no. this could like, be any just of us. Like, yeah, just like how they've gone and just revoked um, Shamima Bagan's citizenship. Mm. They can actually do that to any one of us. Mm. And we should, we should like, like we have to be kind of scared that the, that this is what the government are doing. And they've been and doing they this with the Windrush it. generation. They've been doing yeah. this to, to black Caribbeans, black West Indians and black Africans. They've been doing it like mm-hmm. they've been doing it for a long time for the, and in very recent times they're still doing this it's yeah. like there's a reason why it's called a scandal but then they're still but the that where's the reparations why haven't they stopped deporting people they're still doing it yeah make it's, it make sense it's just it's wild like it is just it's kind of i don't know i'm it's just speechless whenever i hear this stuff because i'm like how can you treat people it's like disgusting. this and it's literally like what are we meant to do we yeah. can't do anything we don't have a home because this isn't our home. Like because we can just get fucking kicked out and our citizenship can yeah. be revoked when when they and, want it and to not, be. It, and it doesn't. And like we 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 actually the other, the other week we wrote, we read about the law. No, because I think who said it? Preeti Patel mentioned about the law mm-hmm. when she was arguing with someone. What was a black politician or something? They mentioned about um. There's a uh, no on Shola Moss. Someone mm. was arguing with Charlotte, with Dr. Shola and um, they were saying, oh, some random person was arguing with Dr. Shola on her Twitter <laughs> saying about how, oh, well, you can you can be sent back to Africa any time because, mm. um, like, because even if you're born here, you're not actually classed as a citizen. And then Shola came back with, with, I was actually, I was born before Margaret Thatcher put in that law. So mm. basically, like, if you were born kind of after like 1980 or or something mm. a law has been put in place where we're not actually even if we're born here that doesn't that doesn't give us claim to british citizenship this is what i mean about when people say things are getting better it's like yeah we move like two steps forwards and then two back it's like but like that, law, that law is still in place yeah that law exactly. still in place and this is why people are getting deported left right and center Mm, when they've yeah. been living here for how long like we've been born here we still don't have claim to British citizenship even though we're born mm. here like the only way I've got claim is because my mum was born here and my mum was born before 1980 like this is that's yeah, the only same. claim I've got and that, that's it 
Yeah, well, but kind like, of a bit different, I guess, because my mum is white, so I've got, you know, <laughs> light skin privilege. Yeah. <laughs> we love that privilege. <laughs> so I get to stay here. Yes, you go, I get to stay. <laughs> Bye, Dad. <laughs> Oh my god, you said my dad's wow. Wow. But um yeah. yeah. Like so, oh don't quote me guys, don't yeah. quote me by the way in the year I said. I don't think it was that year. <laughs> but um we definitely spoke about this a, a few episodes ago. Um, yeah. and I had the correct years then because I'm I'm sure I read Dr. Scholler's um Dr. Scholler yeah. Moss's tweets out. But yeah, yeah, disgusting. So um the home like, the home go on. No, carry on. I was just going to say the Home Office, um, this article says the Home Office has failed to put in place um, systems to protect detainees with HIV. And um, the solicitor that's in charge of this case, um, the deportation case, hasn't actually received any documentation from the Home Office outlining the grounds for why this man is being, um, um, why he's detained at the moment. And it's just like, Mm. how, how does the solicitor not know what's actually going on? Like, no, I, he doesn't know what's... The Home Office isn't saying anything. And this is what yeah. they do with all of these people. They it's literally so withhold sly. information. They withhold information and make them get on a plane. That's what they've been doing with all of these people. It's just so sly. Like, um, and it's, it's happening all the time. legal action now because um, the treatment Good. is just, like, disgusting. So, Good. yeah, Good. let's see what they have to say about it. Probably not too uh, much. But I just think it's crazy because, like... This Windrush scandal scandal has been going on for how long Mm. and we're not seeing anything. Where's the change? Yeah. We're not seeing anything. It's like, oh, let's celebrate Black History Month, but let's not actually mention any of this kind of like... We're deporting people every single day. (laughs) But the thing is like, they're not like, nothing is changing. They're not trying to change anything. They're not saying anything. And I just think it's, it's disgusting how, okay, like... Like it takes how long for the Windrush scandal to even get any kind of news? You know, mm-hmm. like it was a proper. There's a reason why it's called a scandal. Like, and we need to like this word scandal is not a small word. There's a reason mm. why it's called a scandal because it's it scandalous. Is abhorrent. What is <laughs> happening is disgusting. It shouldn't mm. be happening. However, it is happening. But like they but they haven't had enough that the gravity of it is not actually been portrayed by the media now no, it's just it's oh not. yeah the windrush scandal the windrush scandal no one and like these white people don't know what it is like most yeah, people don't know what it is it's like a political Literally. buzzword where it's like oh yeah the windrush yeah. scandal don't really and know what's going thing. on but Every, everything that's to do with black and brown people always becomes political however yeah, however these down. white girls can can start campaigns about Oh, stop stabbing us in the club with with injecting us in the club, and oh, Parliament should go talk about it because it's just so disgusting, and we don't want to be injected on a night out. And it's like, bitch, please, like, that's fine. We understand. Like, I I agree with you. Yeah. But no one should be spiked by injection. No one should be spiked at all. However, like, what what you're campaigning for is Isn't not inclusive. That's not the way. It's not yeah. inclusive. However, like, the Windrush scandal just gets over just over your head and, yeah, and this, and this girl gets so much media coverage because she's white at the end of the mm-hmm. day and it's, a, it's a, a problem that's affecting young white girls and that's who the media care about 
Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it is very sad though. Um, all of this stuff with the Windrush scandal, whenever you see old like Jamaican and Caribbean men, women on TV, they're always just fucking sad. Like it's like all the energy has been zapped out of like these people who yeah, created this country. And another thing is the fact that they always have to be pleading for people to believe yeah, their trauma. Like, listen to us, listen to us, listen to us. And it's, it's constant all the time. Why can't we, we should just get sympathy without yeah. without this without this oh look beg, th- beg. I'm a good person and mm. all of this the same thing when um, good immigrant. If, like if when people unfortunately end up like being killed and stuff like that why is it that for black and brown families we always have to see their families in are uh, like being interviewed talking about how there were such amazing people how yeah we mm. should feel grief for this person because no they're not a terrorist and no they did go to school and they did yeah. get good grades yeah. and they had a good job we sh- we shouldn't need that to feel sympathy Mm, we mm. shouldn't need that to be empathetic towards your loss and you should be grieving in peace not being interviewed by the news yeah even if because someone's a criminal none of these we need white to have families have been on here yeah literally none of no these white families die. have been interviewed about mm. about why their children are such amazing children and what was yeah. good about them we don't have to, we don't hear from them they're given their space to grieve yeah it's true Oh, anyway. And yeah, exactly like like you were just saying, like even when they're criminals, they're allowed yeah. to, you know. Yeah. I, I honestly think like when, that's why like when we hear about like deaths in custody, in police custody and stuff, there needs to be that amount of outrage. Like we need, we need this amount mm-hmm. of outrage in that area as well. If someone's yes. committed a crime, if someone's even killed someone, like how are we ever going to um, create a, a like healthy holistic society if mm-hmm. if the people that do the worst not and are the most vulnerable though, are, are not yeah exactly they're not but we can't we just don't we don't have enough empathy and it's it's very no, sad not at all not at all anyway um yeah i wanted to quickly just touch on this so mm. like okay it's november in in the UK in November, you might see when you're walking around or whatever, a lot of people wearing poppies. And, mm. you know, every year November, the poppies come out and you give yeah. some money to wear a poppy. Yeah, my town's and like decorated, like they've spray painted like the grass around <laughs> near the station, red with like poppies. They they proper decorate and like they're hanging from really? trees and shit. Yeah. Well, my area is very and like patriotic. I just feel like, so, okay, re- like it's actually not recently because uh, for a while, like I, mm-hmm. like during school, school, I used to always like, we're like, yeah, I need a poppy. You need to get a poppy kind yeah, of thing. Same. Yeah, it's such you a bring motive. Your pound. Get me a poppy. Yeah, you bring you bring in your pound for you to get your poppy. I used to put them in my hair sometimes, and yeah, yeah. and like, and you'd always friggin' li- lose them because the design of these poppies are so fucking shit. Yeah, it's one gust of winds. It's literally <laughs> a, a green stick with the with the paper flower on it, and you get given a pin. They were giving us yeah. pins as children. Dangerous. And, and sometimes, or sometimes they didn't even give us the pin, and it was like, how are we meant to put this on our clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I went to put it on my clothes. It's true. Like literally, and I just never used to understood how understand how some people like they just always the poppies were always crisp and were always there, and it's like how yeah, do I have so yeah. many poppies? And like you know, anyway, and as well when you watch TV, 
that all mm-hmm. wear them on TV. They all, are like all live the TV. Shows. Yeah, they're all wearing poppies all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just think, okay, so like the history of the poppy appeal, basically, it's com- it's to commemorate Armistice Day. Um, in from which was the 11th of November 1921 um, mm. basically the symbol of the poppy came from a poem um, which like you must have heard at some point in school or whatever um, I don't even remember don't even you know remember. Like, I, I don't even remember why we wear poppies um, <laughs> sorry so and basically the reason why we wear poppies is that it's a mark of respect for all those who have lost their lives fighting on behalf of their country and to raise money whose lives have been affected by war, basically. Mm. But um, this is mainly veterans. This is not people. This is not the people of the countries that this country wants to go and invade and affect their <laughs> lives by war. This is for <laughs> veterans, you mm. know. Um, anyway, mm. yeah. So I feel like that... I'm reading from the, an article from the BBC right now. I feel mm-hmm. like that whole that little statement needs to be rephrased because a lot of lives get affected by war all the time and we are not helping those people. Instead, we've got refugees fleeing to this country and what do we do? We put them in camps. What do we do? We don't help them. What do we do? Their babies are Mm -hmm. dying of hyperthermia in in refugee camps. You know what I mean? Like We cause these situations where people are seeking asylum, like people are trying to flee their countries, Mm -hmm. yet we don't have... um, again the empathy to invite people in and yeah. be like look we've fucked up your country so let's yeah. let's help you build a new life let's help you literally mm. anyway so basically the yeah so the poppies to represent that um as a symbol of respect for people who've lost their lives in war blah 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 like armistice day i think is from the first world war mm. it, um but it's like, yeah, like I just, I just feel like this country is so obsessed <laughs> with these two frigging wars. Like, but the thing is, yeah, they're not they even, are. they don't even care about the First World War. They're so <laughs> obsessed with the Second World War because no one knows, no one even knows what the First World War was no. about and what what it is. I've even tried to read up on it and I still don't know what the hell it was about or what it is. It just doesn't like, stick in your mind, does it? It's like, yeah, it happens. I don't really yeah, know literally. what, but it, it did, happened. I feel like what it is, yeah. Why they love the Second World War? The Second World War had the drama that came yeah, with the did. soap opera, you know. Yeah, and then and then it came, then it came with Churchill coming to save the day. But yeah, even though Churchill was also anti-Semitic, and mm. <laughs> you know, and he just Churchill hated everyone. Was also racist, like anti-Semitic, mm. and you know, all of all all he of the antis. The famine. <laughs> He caught, yeah, caused a famine. Bengali famine. Killed lots of people, but okay. We've spoken about him before too. We're not going to go too mm. too much on that one. Um, take his statue down, yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah. So this is an article and then it's just talking about why some people choose not to wear a poppy. And um, so it's just saying about how like, oh, how... The Royal British um, Legion says that wearing a poppy is a personal choice and it should be about your own thoughts and memories. Look, none of us were fucking alive memories. at this time <laughs> to have thoughts and memories. <laughs> it's not really positive as well. It's Look, not like it's a I'm positive sorry. thing to think about. The thing is, yeah, my thoughts and memories 
are to do with the, the with the racism in this country. My thoughts mm. and memories, like I'm sorry, it wasn't that long ago that they were segregating and they had signs saying no Irish, no blacks, no dog, no, no Irish, no dogs, no blacks. Like it wasn't that long mm. ago. So like I'm sorry, my thoughts yeah. and memory, like, but we still have to be wearing yeah, anyway. Obviously it's personal choice, you don't have to be wearing it. But the way this country is, like, I think it's most it's only recently in recent years I've seen less people wearing them mm-hmm. and it's more older people I see wearing them you know yeah. and it's that's only in recent years and I've realised people are kind of just kind of like well people are kind of on this on the thing of not that they don't but no that they don't care literally like because mm. I feel like I just don't care like if I if mm. I wanted to if I wanted to I'm sorry don't our taxes pay for pay for the army anyway yeah, like billions go to, towards the yeah, army. Yeah, why, why are we raising money for them then? But I know that veterans don't get taken care of. You you raise the money for the charity, the Royal British Legion. They're like separate from Ministry of Defence. So they get the money to continue with their like organisational purposes. But I don't know what they but do. Like, they're meant to, but they're meant to be helping veterans and people whose families have been affected by war oh, and stuff. Okay. They're mm. meant to be. But the Poppy Appeal has been a very big charity for a long, long time. Yeah, and there's like hella homeless people that were from for the army. veterans. Like all the time. Like you go yeah. you go to London and they're still wearing they don't their, get the help. their outfits from hopefully not from the war, but they've they've got their army <laughs> outfits on. Diana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, just because I just have a, a little bit of knowledge, they're still they've still just got their their greens, their uniform on. <laughs> it's a type yeah, of uniform. <laughs> their not an outfit, fancy dress. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to. Not trying to be disrespectful. I'm I screaming. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. So yeah. So basically there's like some of the reasons that they said that people choose not to wear it is that some people feel that the poppy has become too political um and that some and that some politicians have used powerful have used the the powerful feelings it creates to justify war Mm. which that is something i think i can agree with because i feel Mm -hmm. like the i I do feel like the poppy is a political symbol yeah yeah definitely and like and i feel like the thing is so I remember the time when um, England were playing Germany mm. one time and it was in November. So usually they'll have, they they would have like poppy armbands or it'd be on the shirt or something. That's such bad timing. And, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway. And like then, and there was like conversation with um, mm. whatever the World Cup people, whoever those peoples are, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was conversations where it was like where it was they were debating was it allowed for the England players to be able to wear the poppy because mm. it's like because obviously they were arguing it's a political statement kind of thing blah 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 and obviously being and then obviously fighting against Germany the political kind of undertones yeah, of yeah. that. Um, in the end, they were allowed to wear it, but there was this big argument blah blah blah. But I just, but then from that, I feel I think they shouldn't have been allowed to wear it. Why do they need to have a a poppy on the football pitch? Why yeah. Why do they Has need? It got a pin it's in like it as well. Like, so no, basically, what it is, they get armbands printed with a poppy on it. They get fo- their football shirts get printed with the poppy on it, just to wear in November. Just to wear for that mat- one match in November. 
it is a waste of money and I think it is mm. very political because why do they need it on TV like mm. what is it saying because there's no like the thing is there's these there's a few very old charities like the Poppy Appeal like Oxfam mm. like mm. all of these charities where they have got such high power mm-hmm. in this country and in this world but like are they doing any good like we know the scandals that were happening with Oxfam and they were mm-hmm. sex trafficking and abusing girls and whatever yeah, um, yeah. who were waitressing at their little um, their little parties and stuff yeah so awful. it's like it's like why is it that we like at the end of the day the poppy is a politicised symbol because why is it that everyone has to wear it on TV yeah, I even think as well, like even you know? just growing up as children, the way that we were kind of all not forced into wearing it, but it was a peer pressure thing. It's kind of like you you did. I didn't even know the reason behind wearing it. It was just it like, was. oh, let's wear the poppy. Just like in assemblies, how we have yeah. to sing like certain prayers and stuff like that. It's like, hang on, like there's there's a Muslim girl that is in my class that can't even sit in while we're doing this shit. Like it's just, they, they've indoctrinated us oh, really? with these certain traditions. Yeah. They've indoctrinated yeah. us with traditions that we have to speak to that match up to their idea of the British values and we mm-hmm. don't even we don't we aren't given the space to question the space to question it or to have conversation around why some yeah. people do it, why some people don't. And when I think of the yeah. poppy as well, it reminds me of all of the people that um fucking backed the like stood up next to the Churchill statue and were like, Don't knock it down, they can't knock yeah. it down. And that's all I think of, like people that just love Churchill and that that mm-hmm. scream, their veins pop out their neck, their skin goes red when they think of Churchill and when they think of his statue. So mm-hmm. I just I just think it's not really my my scene. Like, yeah, I'm sad. Yeah. My gra- both my granddads um participated in the war. Uh, not my granddad, my great granddad. No, one of my granddads, one of my great granddads. But I'm just like, yeah, they did their bit. One of them died. Like, really, really sad. But I can, I can commemorate him in different and both of them in different yeah. ways. It doesn't have to be me wearing a poppy. Yeah, and as well, um, there was a time when Charlene White. So Charlene White doesn't wear never um didn't wear the poppy when she would mm. do her news broadcast, and she got a lot of. Um, she got a lot of um, comeback because oh she God. wasn't wearing a poppy and she like, had to explain. The fact is that in this country, if you don't wear a poppy, you have to, some for some reason, you have to explain yourself for why mm-hmm. you don't wear one. Because And so how is this not a political system um, symbol if people can't just go about their business and not wear it if they don't want to? Because she was a figure on TV presenting the news, the mm-hmm. news at 10, like and she refused to wear a poppy like that gave her backlash because she wouldn't wear it and she has her reasons why she doesn't and she said and um and like some of her reasons was like well there's other charities I support this isn't a charity that I feel that I want to be supporting yeah and and it and it is very and I feel like it is political because everyone's just wearing Mm -hmm. it for the sake of wearing it and there's this article um, in this article it talks about um, in 2018, Man United midfield, midfielder Nemanja Matic explained why he wouldn't wear a poppy. And basically um, it says, he says it because it reminds him of when um, his um, Serbian village was attacked by the NATO forces, which includes those from the UK and the US when he was 12. And mm. this is a quote from him. He goes, I, I recognize fully why people wear poppies. 
I totally respect everyone's right to do so. And I have total sympathy for anyone who has lost, lost loved ones due to conflict. However, for me, it is only a reminder of an attack that I felt personally as a young, frightened 12 year old boy living in Varello. Varello. I, I, I'm not sure. Mm. I said it with an accent. I don't know what Varello. accent I said it with. It, sound, it sounded like it was West Indian, but whatever. I was just talking. Anyway, as my country was devastated by the bombing of Serbia in 1999. So, like, so he chose not to have a poppy on his shirt everyone yeah. else has poppies on their shirt but then it's like hold on from if we scroll back to the top where it says that um that it's to raise money for those whose lives have been affected by war um this footballer's life has been affected by yeah, war yeah. that was uh, that was um that was uh, from a result of of the uk and the u.s yeah. Yeah, but he's not getting, he's not seeing any of this money. His life has been affected by war when he was 12 years old. So that the victims yeah, yeah. of these wars aren't aren't being recognised. And even his response was very tame. And it was a very, yeah. like, it was like, I respect, if, if my family's fucking bombed or my village was bombed, I would not be respecting the country yeah. for celebrating, you know, like that. I'm guessing that's part of wearing the poppy, like that links to it, like mm. us winning the war and whatever. But yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be chuffed at seeing everyone else celebrating the win when my village has been like ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So like, yeah. So I just right now, like, well, I don't think I would ever wear a poppy again. It was very much like I was, I was putting it on cause I was a kid and I just was like, Oh, the fashion cute. statement. Let, yeah, <laughs> let me put one in my hair. November, we wear poppies. Bop, mm-hmm. bop, all of this, but um, yeah, like now it's very bop, much bop. like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the reason why I should wear one, why I have to wear one, and why. And I don't like that people that there's backlash when people choose not to wear it. So when people in the media decide that they're not wearing it on TV, there's backlash. And I don't think mm. that's correct. I don't think that's right. I don't think we should all be on on TV. Everyone should be on TV looking patriotic. Looking patriotic because at the end of the day, it is a symbol of patriotism. Now it is it mm. is a political symbol now. Yeah, yeah. But something that I've um, I think it was Ash um, Saka from. She's a journalist and she she's Asian and she's she's mentioned before, like, it's actually what we do, like me and you, where we talk about the issues with the country, that's also patriotic, but it's in a different way where we, we're talking about, we're bringing up like the real history around things and mm-hmm. kind of just talking about the truth. And then we still have like a glimmer of hope where we think, look, things can actually change. Like this is what you can do to change things. And that is actually patriotic. If not, it's, it's more patriotic than the people that are stuck in the past and, you know, mm. stuck on this undiverse Britain where you have to follow certain, certain procedures. We're just in a different kind of category. And I think a lot of young people are because we're, we're proud of certain things that Britain has delivered like look at a music scene and things like that like there, there are great things to come from Britain Michaela Cole being 99% of that as well but um, yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah like I, I think I wouldn't ever say oh I'm patriotic but at the same time it's like I do care about the people within the country and but I feel I like there's a difference between being patriotic and us celebrating being British 
because at the end mm. of the day we are we are we are british as much as people want us not to claim but we can only claim certain parts of it yeah yeah it's true not all of it and like the only time the only time you'll see us being patriotic is if is depending how far england have come in the world cup isn't it because <gasps> you know the country just likes to be good vibes when they're winning but yeah, as soon as it's, it's like as soon as the penalty shootout starts guys get out of the pub <laughs> get home asap get out of the pub get go home before the racists start racisting and fighting each other <laughs> literally, literally and then black go cavemen. targeting all the black and then start targeting all the black people because the the England team are full of black boys mm, and Italians oh my god yeah oh yeah and true, Italian yeah. restaurants destroying Italian <laughs> restaurants I'm sorry look what food are you going to eat because most of your food is Italian based <laughs> like, bangers and mash bubble and squeak uh, that, that's all they're going to eat shepherd's pie yeah Classics. Bangers and mash, <laughs> bubble and squeak, shepherd's pie. They all have the same shit in it. <laughs> the same Some pie kind of things. processed meat, mashed potato. And as well, they a lot of the time, they won't even be mashing the potato. They'll be getting the, the smash from a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they don't even make it's their own true. Yorkshire puddings. They get it from Betty Crocker. Yeah, they do. Aunt, Aunt Bessie, sorry. Aunt Bessie, yeah. <laughs> Aunt Bessie Yorkshire puddings. Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire puddings are actually quite nice, actually. Yeah, they're not bad, but they're not yeah. vegan, so I can't have them anymore. Sorry. Sad times. No, you can re- you you have the memory. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, yeah, I'm tired of talking about them, but um, mm, about yeah, I like personally. I don't know. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Learned something. <laughs> I personally think um, the the poppy is a political symbol, and I just don't like. I just I just feel like I just don't like that. It's because it's it's kind of like a like a cult kind of thing. Everyone wears mm. it just because I see everyone wearing it. Yeah, yeah. It's it like is. I just I like agree. all the followers do it. So that I think that's what I don't like about it. So yeah, it's yeah. like um, and, Winston Churchill's Jesus, and we're all the fucking followers yeah. but for fuck's sake we can't let go <laughs> blasphemy but um yeah like i don't so yeah i but i'm quite enjoying seeing less young people wearing it and seeing yeah. less young people have it because i just think and even like you know when they've got the pins like the permanent pins mm. yeah some people just have the those posh pins all, all the time like yeah they do on the train I see them because, because they're, they're pins but they just keep it on like for the whole year <laughs> round so it's like okay you guys want people to donate to this appeal and then they're keeping this pin, this, this pin for life they're not even donating to you anymore because they've got a, yeah, a pin that's yeah. not gonna that's not gonna fall off and get lost like five minutes into wearing it but it's true it's true mm. yeah okay anyway that's enough of that so Elon mm-hmm. Musk said so we saw this last week and we were going to mention it last week but then we were we were too busy talking about the metaverse so mm. <laughs> well I was too busy talking about the metaverse um hold on let me get it up on here because I don't want to lose the tweet I've got a title it says that he's pledged to sell six billion of Tesla stocks and donate proceeds to UN food agency if they can demonstrate how they will solve world hunger 
Yeah. So base. Yeah. So I've got the tweets that he did as well mm. up. So thank you for the headline because that's what I was looking <laughs> for to to say first. Anyway. So he was on Twitter and he said, if WFP, which is World Food Programme, can describe on this Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion will solve world hunger, I will sell Tesla stock right now and do it. But it must be open source accounting so the public sees precisely how the money is spent. So, and I was like, know what? Fair play. Mm. Like there might be a reason why he hasn't offered to do this earlier, but I feel like right now in this like this climate that we're in right now, we're mm. in a space where we can call out these organizations. So Elon Musk being one of the richest men in the world, just being like, I will donate six billion because you guys said how you guys keep saying six billion will solve world hunger. I will donate it that six billion because I have it now to give. Mm to solve world hunger I, I have it now to solve world hunger but um yeah but you guys need to tell me how you're going to do that because like mm. i just think that a lot of these programs just like i was saying about the charities and stuff like that these charities i don't know where the hell they get their statistics from because like <laughs> where who went and calculated that six billion will solve world hunger who yeah, calculated like, how that? do you put a price on it how how yeah. do you put a price on it being sustainable as well and Actually, and so they're not they're not running out of food yeah. by next week. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, how did you calculate across the whole world? And this is the whole world. Let's even count in the starving children in the UK because there's mm-hmm. so many families who are living under the red line. There's so many yeah. pe- homeless people, yeah. people who are homeless. So, I saw that, that to me needs to include include uh, the homeless in the UK, the homeless in America the children who they're in their like family on benefits mm. yeah the where the family are living below the red line you know yeah, so they, they yeah. don't have or food. the parents working like two jobs <laughs> exactly or the parents who are on benefits and are trying to work jobs and trying to scrounge mm. for money for the benefits that they're cutting down they're cut, they're taking away the yeah. 20 pound a week that they were go- that they had um added on during covid yeah and now now it's like they have to be struggling again for food so well, like, apparently this winter it's one in four families um are gonna go cold they're gonna have to go uh, choose between um Having heat like or food. heat or food, yeah, which one in four, like that is mental. that's disgusting. And people need to remember their privilege as well. Like if yeah. you're in a warm house and getting food, then you're mm-hmm. like you're a minority on this planet. Like there's not mm-hmm. many people that are living like you. Exactly. So like I think Elon Musk's statement is very valid because. Mm. Because the thing is, what if he goes and like, say if he was someone who just donates to charity, like just on the low, doesn't say anything. Yeah. Imagine if he donated six billion like years ago. And then the World Food Programme are still saying they need six billion to solve world hunger. He would be yeah, pissed. Yeah. Because he'd be like, hold it's on. True. I gave you that money already. So mm. why haven't you solved it then? Do you know what I mean? We can't just be go and like the way we've seen Oxfam the way and it, and Oxfam has had a lot because Oxfam are also abusing the kids in Haiti in it when they went to go yeah, help yeah and Amnesty or whatever they're called I'm sure they were involved in like this international um, like, sex yeah. like, trafficking kind of thing this is the thing these charities like the the charities are guys it's like it's fake for them to be mm. doing all the rubbish that they want to do to disadvantaged people and 
like we could like and we're just openly giving our money to them because they're a charity we don't know what the hell they're doing with with the money and Mm -hmm. and the public we should see how elon Musk's six billion is being spent because this guy is one of the richest men in the world and we should know how his how his six billion is being spent because we can't afford to give that six billion to solve world mm-hmm. hunger. You guys have been shouting, shouting that these people can solve world hunger and all of this. But like we've been donating for how long and you still ain't got the money to solve you haven't got halfway to solving it. Like you, yeah, it's the same with true. you know, water aid. Water aid keep pushing mm. back their their time frame <laughs> of when ev- of when everyone will have water. Well, like, by that time, the there'll be no times, fresh water left because of climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, all water aid, all the time, they're talking about, we'll be able to solve the water crisis by by 2025. Now it's 2030, and it mm. keeps getting pushed back. And I'm just thinking, like, yeah. when are they solving the water crisis then? Because yeah. it seems, you, you guys said you were on track to doing it, but you ain't, but it ain't been done. So, mm. <laughs> so we've, been, we've, been, we've been donating all this money but it still ain't been done. So yeah, I yeah. like, I think Elon Musk is in the right to be saying, I want to know how my 6 billion will be spent. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just want to take back what I said about Amnesty as well. I was thinking of Save the Children, so it's not them. I think they're quite <laughs> it's good not charity. Amnesty. It's not <laughs> Sorry, Amnesty guys. UK. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but um, what I find interesting about this as well, I read an article, is that like, apparently it's going to cost something like 15 billion to ensure that every single person has um like the storage like refrigeration and fridge freezer fridge freezer to actually um store the food that has all the nutrients that they need Mm. so it's like (laughs) that's quite interesting because it's like that maybe elon or maybe um who is it the un is it the un who the world food program yeah food agency maybe they they haven't calculated correctly or maybe they have like, I I'm think just, they're just I'm making just it up shit online yeah yeah but I then think at they're the making same time and even and even something... what you just said about about food with um food with the nutrients what are they giving yeah. them because it's like yeah. okay so are they just giving them this you know when you know like when you see on the charity programs and they give them this pouch with some mush in it darn oh bubble and squeak it's our leftovers it's the smash like (laughs) and it's like can like so okay when we when we're solving world hunger what do people people can't choose what they want to eat now yeah is it gonna be bags of fucking half a tomato yeah oh half a tomato (laughs) five five pieces of sliced bread yeah slice of cheese the slice of cheese, <laughs> half an apple. <laughs> oh, that was evil. Half, half a pepper. Apple? How could oh. they? Oh, they didn't have no pepper. They don't season. They was weren't giving them seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> they gave them half a cucumber and half a tomato. Oh my god! <laughs> they give them seasoning. That was disgusting. How that was disgusting. They literally gave them like prison food, and people mm, in prison. People in prison probably eat better than that. Yeah, in it. Um, but yeah, with with this Elon stuff, like I get what you're saying as well. I just don't really know where I stand because I think I get the kind of like he's dangling the carrot vibe. Like it's like, mm. oh, well, I've got this money and I'm going to put on Twitter rather than like I, I get Twitter is a public platform and then people yeah. can hold 
the UN to account. But then at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, oh, like I can feed these people, but maybe I won't. Maybe I will. And it feels See, like a game. It's like just fucking do the thing. Like no, do but it. I feed yeah, people. But I, so I get you completely, but then at the same time, it's like. Why should he? Why should he give them his money when they can't well, tell? They can't tell us how they how they're feeding everyone. Maybe, maybe should, they can't feed everyone. I I think being as rich as he is, get a team together instead of like piping up on social media. Get a team together. Like you can get a team together to send you to fucking space and send all your mates to space, but you can't get a team together to work know, with these was, people and just Jeff calculate. Bezos. But he's probably Elon, involved somehow as well. No, Elon Musk <laughs> actually works for the space program like properly. So he's he's got strategies and shit in place. Like he's a clever man. Then no, but he, he wasn't he wasn't strategy. trying to go to space. Elon Musk didn't yeah, try to go to space. He works. What's he trying he to do? He works on space shuttles. <laughs> like Does he? Actually, he? Yeah, like he works. Like he actually helps send rockets to space. As in, oh not God. he doesn't. He wasn't trying to go to space like them lot. But like my point there is that he can do that. So get like yeah, a, but that's a job. team. <laughs> yeah but that's his actual job but this is the is thing it his though job? yes it is his job because he actually sends space shuttles to space that's his actual job hmm. and, t- and Tesla obviously <laughs> yeah electric well, cars I guess he's, I don't he's know not, I feel like if he like, really wanted to do this he'd set yeah, up but, his own little thing yeah but the thing is is that like like this is again coming to like is that within his is that his expertise to be setting up a charity mm. the world the world free food program exists but Elon Musk needs to set, set up his own charity to no, solve world hunger no I don't think I don't think he needs to set up a charity but he can yeah, hire but then, no but that's what it is if, you, if he's hiring for people to go and do this that is him he should be setting up a charity then yeah, but I think he can hire like, a project is. team that can go and do it with Yeah, but it's with not that UN. easy. That's not that not? easy to be doing that. When the full world the World Food Program exists, it's there to be doing that. Mm. Elon Musk going and now being like, okay, yeah, now now that I've got six billion to solve world world hunger, yeah, I'm gonna mm. set up my own team and go about doing it. That's maybe that's not his in his remit of expertise. Like you know, but then if that's he why he's to... talking to the World Food Program, and I just feel like this this whole thing. I understand what you mean, but mm. then it's like I'd prefer to see this him being like, "Oh, I've got the six billion now, but you guys need to tell the public how you're going to solve world hunger because, like, your statistics, you're just saying a load of numbers, but where's the proof?" Yeah, but then that proof. also feels like playing games. Like it's like if you it's saw it as games. an urgent thing rather than just being it, boastful yeah, about, it, I've got this no, but six it's billion. Urgent, it's an urgent thing, but like, why should if like, but he can't just give his money and then then what? Oh, no, they're going to be. Start, I'm saying that he could. They're going to be team. shouting again. They still need. Yeah, but they the World Free Program should already have that there. It's not but in it his does, remit it doesn't to be seem doing like that. he believes that they do. If the, if his purpose yeah, exactly. is to like, mug them Which off, which is good, then but that's no, but, but that's I, he should mug them off because the World Food Program has been taking money from people for years, talking about solving world hunger. So he should mug them off. They should have the facilities in place already. It's just not nice though. Like when we think of the people that are actually hungry, it's like well, they're playing yeah, but this little not, argument well, game even, on Twitter. Even when the thing is, Diana, even when he goes and gives his six billion, world food, um, like world hunger, won't be solved tomorrow. Yeah, it's still gonna take how many years to do it? 
Yeah, it's even true. when they've got the it's money. Take a while. So, world the world food crop program can go and get their asses in shape, and actually go mm. come back with the statistics because, like, he gives the money. They ain't gonna solve world hunger tomorrow. So at least come back with statistics yeah. and a, and an actual um, an actual roadmap on how you're gonna do that. And by when? Because right now you're just saying that this is what you can do, but where's the proof of that? Where is your roadmap showing how? And with the actual mm. with the actual facts. Because all, the, all these charities are just wishy washy. They're just they're just saying yeah. things. They're just saying numbers for the sake of it. Yeah, it's true. It'll be interesting to see what he does next. Or what they do, their response. Yeah, but um, yeah, exactly. Like, and why have I? I don't know. I haven't seen Unshade Borough them respond in the thread. So, can they solve no. world hunger? Hmm. Maybe they're going about it through emails or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rather than Twitter, <laughs> emails. But <laughs> oh, no, they should do it on Twitter so everyone can see. This is the thing, like, all th- yeah, they should do it on Twitter so everyone can see. I like that he said yeah. he did it on Twitter. They should, he should do it on be Twitter. Because at least we know that he wants to do it. Exactly. Yeah. And these these charities, they've been showing the same the same videos of Africa. And mm. the same, this, they've had the same child models with the, the videos fly. that they have on all the adverts. The and same the donkey, ones. And, and the donkey. And, um... The, the girl buckets. in the, the girl in um, the well, yeah, the girl who um, I've forgotten her name. Like, but I always see that advert. It's the same advert with the girl from um, like Middle East, and and you know she's there uh, drinking from the dirty water and washing her face <sighs> in the dirty water. They they've shown that advert for years. That girl's probably big and grown now. And made her money from that advert already. It's like, so like it's they do that, but then there's people in England swimming in sewage water, like mm. for their, their their summer holiday. So it's like let's compare. Like we're doing the same thing Literally, over here. That's so true. That is true. <laughs> You're so right. Like people people dip in the sewage or like their their <laughs> the local Thames. lakes that have shit in it. Yeah, it's Literally. like okay. Nasty. Ugh. Let's shame anyway. Africa, but when Britain does it, it it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine because, you know, they don't bathe their children. <laughs> but we do it for leisure over here. Wash where it's legs. Like, yeah. We do that it for fun. That was the only time they had a wash that week. That's why. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Next. Let's move on to Nothing. something that I feel like um, is just a bit confusing at the moment. So the COP26 annual UN climate change conference is taking place at the moment it's like a two-week thing is it still on and to be honest yeah yeah it's the second week now I think um to be honest I didn't really know much about it so I thought you know I need to look into it a little bit and see what's actually happening because like I feel quite distant from climate change conversations like, I don't really listen that much I don't really when it comes on the news I'm like oh not this again like I'm miserable I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to hear that that the world is ending but um I thought I'd I'd try and learn a little bit about it so the goals that they're trying to um set all the countries to is to keep the temperature from rising um below two degrees and to hit 
net zero emissions by 2050. You know, that that just sounds like jargon to me anyway. <laughs> I kind of get what it is, but like it's just like, okay. But apparently the highest um, pollutants in this particular order of the planet are oil, the food sector, fashion, and then transportation. So oil is the main thing. And I think that's the thing that like Greta and everyone is like screaming and shouting about because it's mm. like we keep putting money into like different oil firms and you know we're, yeah. we're not actually doing anything to prevent um them from burning fossil fuels um and all of this stuff is like um non-renewable energy and non-renewable resources which means we're going to run out so we're fucked basically if we continue at the rate that we're going at mm-hmm. um but what i found quite interesting was outside of like the conference rooms of all like the leaders there's indigenous people from across the planet have traveled to like glasgow Um, And it's just interesting hearing their perspectives because it's like you never actually hear Indigenous people talk on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything they're saying is just like... It all makes sense because our our kind of like narrative over here is like, oh, like it's going to affect our children and like our grandchildren, blah, blah, blah. But like these people in um, indigenous areas across um, across the globe, literally from America to um, Africa to Asia to even places in um, northern Europe like Sweden and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're actually already being impacted by climate change but our conversations are oh it's the kids it's like hang on look around look around at the planet people are already being affected by climate change and they're Mm -hmm. suffering um but i just thought it's it's really important to listen to like indigenous people because they're the ones that are actually being impacted right now rather than Mm -hmm. um listening to the promises in the room we don't know whether they're all going to be stuck to um it's it's important to listen to the people that know what it's like firsthand mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um yeah so there are just a few things that i wanted to mention actually so um there is currently a famine in madagascar and it's the world's first climate change induced famine due to the amount of carbon that we emit so um oh. the rainfall in madagascar is at an all-time low there's a shortage in water um mm. The farming and ag- agriculture industry is basically being dismantled because they can't produce food and people are extremely hungry. And there's been um, a drought for like four four years in a row now, which is the oh, worst wow. in 40 years. And southern Madagascar are facing a nutrition, a nutrition emergency that's disproportionately affecting women and children, which is just so sad. Um and what's even sadder is that Madagascar is only responsible for 0.1% of global carbon emissions, but they're experiencing mm. the worst effects of climate change. So it's like us big countries are ruining the lives of people in small countries. And it's not even us. It's it's the big top like, corporations. corporations. Like it's yeah. not our, our, us. Like we can do our little bits where we, you know, buy our metal straws and we recycle here and there and we but it's all gimmicks try and really. cut down on fashion yeah it's like how how much can we do when we're not responsible for the big percentages mm-hmm. of um you know like carbon emissions it's not us personally we're all trying to do our bit but when when the top people aren't listening it's like you know what, mm-hmm. what were we meant to do um but i'm gonna post something on our story um where you can donate to 
um, help people in Madagascar, donate to Action Against Hunger or the World Food Programme. Um, and they've basically committed to helping people in Madagascar um, get their nutrients and food. But yeah, that's just, I just find that so sad. It's like people, like climate change, I can't believe there's people who deny that it's a big deal. Like when it's an emergency, mm-hmm. like people are actually dying right now. Mm. But um, yeah, just another thing I wanted to mention as well. Um, we love to like bitch about China. <laughs> we love to blame China for everything. And, mm. you know, the chi- uh, Chinese leader didn't turn up. And I think um, Putin also didn't turn up to this conference. And people having their digs, like I saw Obama, like digging at um, both of them. But it's like, can you just give it a rest? Because like, <laughs> yeah, they didn't turn up, but <laughs> we can't keep using China as an excuse um, mm-hmm. for like the climate change issue right now because yeah. um, China's en- emissions per capita are apparently smaller than the UK's. Um, so by us pointing the finger at... Wait, China, smaller, as we, in... Sorry, explain that. So p- per capita. So I, I think that means population-wise, we okay. commit more... Um, yeah, so because kind of like, pollutions. especially in comparison... The UK mm. is so much smaller than China. China is such a big com- yeah. um, country and has the largest population in the world. So in like considering mm. that, um, yeah, that I can understand that we're actually yeah. kind of causing more, um, more pollution than China is mm. in terms of scale wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we, we like to point the finger at China and it's like, it's kind of racist as well. Like, mm. because it's always people of colour that are the problem. And um, there was a documentary by David Attenborough, a BBC one called The Truth About Climate Change that come out in 2006. And this um, mm-hmm. basically was the start of people pointing their fingers at Asia, um, people yeah. of Asia, um, because this documentary avoided um, any sort of conflicts with us, like big countries mm-hmm. over here in the West, and um, and I think this of, is why yeah, it's messed this up. This is why we have to start looking at David Attenborough a bit sideways, yeah, trust, yeah because definitely. this guy, the way, and National even in treasure. his. Even in his last documentary, he even mm. wanted to start talking. Like when these when these people want to start talking about environmentalists, want to start talking about, oh yes, and overpopulation, mm. and it's just like, hold on a sec, David, how many children do you have? Hold on <laughs> a sec, Prince William, how many Pickney do you have? Like you know, Hang on, Boris. <laughs> Boris, I don't think Boris has no made no knows. comment because he he, know, he he don't know how many children he has. So it's kind of like they always want to look at at these at um, developing countries and start saying, "Oh yeah, overpopulation, overpopulation. That's what's causing climate change." Well, no, it's not. That isn't the reason, no. and especially not in developing countries. Like it's like it's us who are doing more of the the emitting and i just think that they are very like yeah just the eco-fascist kind of um mm. mentality is what is damaging because they're fine with with um the uk using their oil corporations and all of that like they only want to say mm. one small thing but then they want to point fingers at other people point fingers at other countries and start saying oh yes in in developing cities we've started having less yeah. children and that's how we can do less pollution if we have less kids and it's like sorry 
sorry, Sir David, what religion <laughs> were you brought up in? Because I know like in like Christianity and Catholic and Catholicism, you know, it was very much about bearing children, but obviously yeah. it was yeah. it was more so like kind of devote Catholics and like especially with um like Irish families and mm. um and in the black families who were having mm. like loads of kids because of, you know, that's that's like religion wise. But then even that is kind of a shame is like as in a shaming thing because um with with Although England is very like um, is very like Christ is Christian orientated, like mm. with the whole um, aspect of the Church of England and all of that, like you know, like mm-hmm. Catholics were kind of um, there was a point where Catholics were kind of um, shunned and whatever, and then it's kind of like mm. oh, so is there is there also that kind of um, venom towards Catholicism because they were having lots of babies and as well the same with yeah. um, with the Irish as well because especially with um, Irish being um, Catholic too like mm. was was there shame against them because of that kind of thing yeah, so yeah. are, are you being discriminatory against mm. against all of these factors as well yeah but, it's definitely like a form of discrimination because it's mm-hmm. quite it, it kind of is similar to um, seaspiracy where it's like the solution is on the individuals to do something, on yeah. the individuals, on the people of colour to, you know, change their ways. Um, yeah, stop. And you stop, can't just keep your, blaming um, the people of colour. Yeah, and it's like stop stop your rituals that you that have been passed down through years when, um, yeah. like with indigenous tribes, stop hunting seals. You are the problem. No, no. <laughs> no, no they're, they're not. No. They aren't the problem. Like, like yeah. and it's just the way Seaspiracy just kind of went and just did a 360 and was like yeah so just don't eat fish like they they saw <laughs> the stuff that they, they got saw all the evidence yeah they went and they even saw murder they saw yeah all sorts they witnessed that they got the stories and they just turned around and said yeah don't eat fish yeah, it's on you to stop eating fish. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> like, I'm, like, it, it came to this this thing about, um, you know, being vegan and shaming people who yeah. are vegan. Like, <laughs> that's what it turned into. It's like, go be vegan. <laughs> Honestly. And that's why there are links between veganism and white supremacy because these people... Yeah. It's like, oh, let's let's blame the indigenous people and the people of color for mm-hmm. for the climate breakdown and climate disasters. But it's like we yeah. lived harmoniously before, um, like mm-hmm. fucking Africa was um, colonized. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like everything was kind of fine. Like the the planet, well, people <laughs> were dying. Like people, you know, there's always been wars and battles and stuff. But like mm-hmm. it wasn't like how it is now, where the planet is collapsing and yeah. capitalism is a main factor that that's one of the main reasons why this is all fucking happening mm-hmm. because the way this world works is not working like yeah. the way that the, the, the system we created doesn't work another thing as well what i don't understand mm. is like the government actually needs to invest and build more recycling plants yeah because yeah. they like we're all recycling our things but there aren't recycling plants in place mm. there's like only one in the uk and oh most of the things can't actually be recycled. Well, this is what I heard. I'm sure I read this somewhere like mm. a long time ago. But like there's these new adverts um, that I see in the tube station. 
there was there's one that's just I find really funny, but um, mm. where it's like it's a mixed race boy, and he's basically it's just like children standing in front of landfill. It just has like a little um, slogan thing, but there's one and a mixed race boy is standing there, and I just think it's hilarious. And it says, it says, um, it's not magic, you know, it ends up here. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I burst out laughing because it's like it's not magic, you know. It all ends up in here, and it's like, it's why like, are you saying little boy? No, they're using children, so it's like the children are telling adults like, you need to be thinking about the planet, stop throwing stuff away, recycle right. more kind of thing, and like. But his slogan is just the funniest one. <laughs> just thinking, and like the way he's looking, like I'll just try and describe it to you. But he's there, just like standing there, just dead face, like. <laughs> He's just like there's a blank like this blank face like mm. Mm. <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. I, I hope I described it well, but I just find it so funny. But um, yeah, anyway, but like we most of our things aren't getting recycled. We're out here mm-hmm. doing recycling, separating our rubbish. Some people are actually doing it properly and washing their stuff and whatever. But yeah, like when yeah. everything goes together and it gets contaminated, it all goes in landfill. Honestly, like, like, can they not wash it for to... us? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they need it, but like everything is contaminated from like so say so say you know when you got a water bottle, yeah, mm. you've got the bottle and then you've all got the lid of the bottle. Then you've got that little ring that when you yeah. break the seal breaks it. The plastic of the of the lid and the plastic of that ring contaminates the plastic of the bottle because it's not the same plastic. So that Fuck a lot of the time sake. can't be recycled if it's not separated. This is ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. Yeah. Just so that's that's sort even it out. from that that is contamination. The and then also the the label on the bottle peeling that off that needs to be separated because those labels those flimsy labels aren't recyclable. Yeah, then they're a different type of plastic or whatever. It's, it's because it's got ink on it. Ink makes it not recyclable. Oh. You know what? This is why we can't blame individuals. It's like I'm not creating. I'm not designing this thing. Like yeah. Then the glue on the bottle. The glue on the bottle. Yeah. Is also contaminating it. And like this is the thing. Like we need to just be. Like they need to put the infrastructure in place. Like why are we doing all this recycling just to make us feel like we're doing something good when it's not actually getting recycled? Nothing's actually happening. You know, mm-hmm. but it's but it's like that's been from since well from when we were young they were pushing mm-hmm. the recycling bullshit, you know, and then like a lot of kids were pushing their parents to. Re- I know I was pushing my mum to like yeah, oh same. we need to recycle and I had to just sort out the recycling bin. I used to have to put out the bin with the with the glass jars and the glass bottles out mm-hmm. at the front of the house like to get recycled and whatever. Then you get just the random days when they decided they didn't want to take it, and <laughs> and like um. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like a lot of this, it's just, it's a lot of the stuff isn't getting recycled and hasn't been recycled because yeah, it can't. It's crazy. It is. And I just, I think with overpopulation as well, if you're going to use that as a main excuse as to why mm. the the world is how it is now, then you're also part of the problem because yeah, if you think you're about alive. it as well, even. <laughs> Just in general, you're alive. Because <laughs> you're alive you're as well. part of the problem. <laughs> um, but with China, um, I read up, you know, like how most things say made in China, um, mm. like in this country, like we're also part of the problem because we're, we're stuff's being exported from China to England. So, so it's ev- like, everything is made in China because it's cheaper to make there. What, because of 
sweatshops no manufa- no just manufacturing costs in general and running costs mm. um, pro- probably partially because of that but it's just but everything yeah. is cheaper to make in, it's for everything to be made in China um, it's like it's even like with Apple like um, mm. like basically Apple Apple all the parts of of your Apple products are all made in China all the parts are made in China but then it's assembled in like Los Angeles or something or it's assembled mm. somewhere else and basically like there's some countries so like Taiwan they don't they you can't sell anything in Taiwan if it's been made in China so they make all their products in China but manufacture but then manufacture and assemble it somewhere else in the world so then they can sell globally and it's just mm. it's just <laughs> stuff like that like there's there's lots of there's lots of things but everything is manufactured in China because manufacturing costs are low um to do it there interesting but yeah Hmm. yeah that's all I wanted to cover with COP um Mm -hmm. hopefully that's enough for everyone yeah um I'm not sure if I want to talk about anything else like mm. (laughs) yeah should we just save some other stuff well there's not really anything to save because I won't want to talk about it next week either um Mm. I think I'm just gonna just do a quick mention like this probably would have been better early on, but all of this has been new stuff. So this has just been an update episode for you guys. Sorry. But um, yeah, I just wanted to just make a mention just of like, um, just our thoughts and prayers are with the people who like, unfortunately lost their lives at the Travis Scott um, festival. And um, obviously the amount of people who were injured, um, like I was so me and Deanna were talking about this just earlier because um they're all talking about lawsuits on Travis Scott and Drake mm. where like okay I can understand I can understand the lawsuits but at the same time I feel like um I feel like the lawsuits are also misdirected like the venue needs to be sued as well the people who organized who were overseeing and organized the event need to be sued because there should have been health and safety procedures in place they shouldn't have sold Mm. as many tickets and all of this stuff like the risk risk assessment should have been taken on these venues and stuff um and i feel like for people who are performing on stage like when it's just kind of like you got like this is just like this is very much me just kind of okay like just just trying to think of okay worst case scenario why they might not have known um they're Mm. on stage performing yeah they're just thinking like oh yeah lots of mosh pits just being made you know like mosh mosh pits are are a big thing at concerts big thing at festivals yeah they're Mm. not expecting a stampede when and of course like being on stage you've got lights in front of you you can't actually see anything Mm. really you can't really see the crowd um of course like you got people at the front but you can't you can't see properly but um yeah like so in that in that case i can't say like oh my gosh they were responsible for the people when they have there's certain people who should be working who have roles who are there to safeguard people at these events mm. and clearly they oversold on tickets and stuff like that because a risk assessment needs to be done on the venue and why this um why this really unfortunate accident has happened but um yeah like at the end of the day i don't care if they get sued or, or not 
like they'll, they're just going to pay money. But I feel like there needs to be like, I just feel like these these lawsuits and obviously this is America, so we can't really say much. So because we don't fully completely know about the infrastructure, but these lawsuits aren't really evoking change. Like then there needs to be certain risk assessments and stuff in place. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, when people get sued, it's just like, okay, you throw money, at, you throw money at people and that's it, you know? But then it's like, there needs to be certain laws in place that would stop mm. this from happening. Because in the UK, like not like stuff like that couldn't happen. Like if stuff, something happened in the venue, like that, that venue would be closed forever and just be shut down. Next thing you know, it'll be knocked down and flats will be built instead. Like literally, mm. um, because like of all the risk assessments and stuff that needs to go in place for stuff like that not to happen. Um, and you have like, yeah, but um, yeah, that's all I've got. That's all I've really got to say on it. And just thoughts and prayers are with those families. It's just, that shouldn't have, it shouldn't have happened basically. Yeah, it's shocking. It's actually shocking. Mm. And knowing that a lot of the victims were like children as well and people injured children. Yeah, of course. Just mad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, like on that, should we inject it? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, we're so sorry. And just such a. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoy some of our just information episodes. Like. Yeah, yeah. I hope so as well. Because like, sometimes it's not every day, like, talk about men and. <laughs> It's not every day my man, my man is, you know, like, not every day my, you know, STIs and bunk bed guys. Check out that episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we we are also very clever. Now, to be honest, I've yeah. just literally and, read and as articles. Well. <laughs> but like, yeah, but the thing is, like, a lot of people might not have read anything or heard of anything but like the yeah, thing is, is that it's just like we've had a few I've we've had a few comments of people coming back oh my gosh this is what we were meant to talk about this week what the comment we got on our post oh god I forgot about that <laughs> so we're just getting comments <laughs> that saying that we're man bashing all the time Mm. <laughs> and, and I've Again. had that from some people that I know and it's just like oh yeah you guys are always man bashing and it's like actually we're not if you actually want to go and go and listen to our episode last week we were talking <laughs> about the metaverse come on now we have range like we're actually doing bits but all you guys want to mm-hmm. focus on is you telling us that we're man bashing when really we don't we're not <laughs> nah it's all just that that's what they're looking for. Any anything exactly. to like, they love it. Get hurt about. Actually, can mm-hmm. I quickly can I quickly touch on this, or should we save it for next yeah. week? Yeah, well, you can you can read it out. I don't really yeah, have much more to say because it's just annoying. Yeah, like we've already we've we've already spoken on this um these type of people before, so it's kind of like mm. what's the point? Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it's so funny. Last week, um. And someone goes on our, like, we haven't posted, you guys know that we haven't posted um, any of our promos in a, in a while. But so someone comments on our most recent post and this is what they said. I'm going to shout, I'm going to shout them out and everything. So, <laughs> oh, that's the table. No, 
that's debatable. I've literally thought that it, the app was <laughs> that's the table. Like, like he does what, what they're bringing well, to, like what they're bringing to the table. Yeah, I, that's what I really read it as. Okay, so oh, that's debatable. Commented. Bonnets should really be gradually introduced. You guys know what episode it is now. Okay, anyway. Mm. Getting too comfortable too soon reduces desire in a relationship for both parties. Full stop. Next paragraph. Mm. When you stop caring how your partner perceives you, stop wanting your partner to... Wait, wait. When you stop caring how your partner perceives perceives you stop wanting see he could have done with some punctuation and actually (laughs) making sense anyway let me start again when you stop caring how your partner perceives you stop wanting your partner to receive you so receive is in capitals guy guys when you want something or someone you put your best you forward at all times Mm. Um, I'm not just shouting guys that it was it's in caps <laughs> okay <laughs> men know women wear bonnets full stop that's not an issue full stop Thank the you. issue is comma quotations you gon' have to take me as I am mentality trumping a new quotations I want to give you the my best me mentality okay Wear the bonnet really to bed, but be bashful about. Fucking <laughs> hell! Wear the bonnet to bed, but be bashful about it. Full stop. Bashful. Wake up in the morning and get yourself together for your man. <laughs> I don't mean makeup and perfect hair, but a little cold water to the face and some mouthwash. I work wonders. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. So wait, 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 wait. I don't know what women you're dating because the white, like, I think we already established that it's white women who aren't showering here. Like, but now it's you're insinuating dirty. that I don't, that I don't brush my teeth because I wear a bonnet. Just and you just use some mouthwash. And that I don't have a skincare routine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Let's see. And then he goes, and that's a two-way street. Men shouldn't be walking around or busted in the in front of their girl because that ain't what he did to the, to get that girl. Why give your best to get in the door? Then take me as I am after you get let in, old Trojan no. horse ass, laughing face. Actually, that was rude. Who's it calling? Yeah, I didn't Trojan even horse, know it's uh, that horse bit. ass. <laughs> no, I didn't even read that far because it's so fucking long. Um. Yeah, this yeah. guy. Okay, oh, that's debatable. Get get off our get off our get off our show. Like clearly, like cl- you clearly you to don't episode. want to. Like you haven't listened to the episode. Mm. You don't. You don't. You don't care. Like no, clearly you've gone on this to trigger yourself, and you've come here mm-hmm. now telling us how we should be in front of our man because like guy like babe, we're not dating you. Like yeah, we're not dating you. <laughs> And we didn't ask for tips. <laughs> Literally. And and it's not like and I even mentioned this to Deanna because I was looking like I'm go- I was looking through Hinge and then I, I realised, wait, guys are wearing do-rags in their photos on yeah. Hinge. So guys are allowed to wear do-rags. Guys have been allowed to wear do-rags like outside and all of this. And like, yeah, they used to get called fugs, but they've never been told like that they look like they'd get called Lazy. thugs and stuff, but they don't get told mm. about how oh they look like they don't unkept yeah unkept yeah. and like 
they're disgusting and like they haven't got dressed in the morning you know like no mm. one comes and even now do-rags are seen as sexy kind of thing like Oh, yeah, you see a man yeah. wearing do-rags, you're thinking, oh, he must have some nice waves under that. Or, oh, yeah, mm. he's like, oh, he looks after his hair kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Whereas we, women, we can't wear a bonnet. Like, I'm sorry. Because that's like taken away from everything that we've, all the effort yeah. we've put in before. It's like... Yeah, but I'm sorry, like... <laughs> you can't be serious. You can't be serious. So me wearing a bonnet now means I don't brush my teeth and wash my face. Like... <laughs> Honestly, I I don't like, understand, and like, I so, don't either. And I don't like. And the thing is, like, we've already had this conversation, but like, this whole easing in the bonnet thing. Like, if I'm easing it in, then at some point you're going to see the bonnet. So that means yeah. that means now, now. So now I've decided to wear my bonnet because I'm comfortable around my partner. Now I've stopped wanting my partner to receive me because I want him to see me my in my comfortable state. But men are allowed to be comfortable twenty four seven. He's associating bonnets with ugliness and yeah. it's just so outdated. Like, how it old is. are you? you like 60. Nah, I reckon he's 30, 34. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the age range <laughs> that, are, that are having that this debate is really pressing. And on, the way he said as well, it's like, um, you've put your best foot forwards and then like putting an, on a bonnet is going to make you like the person who really is into you just not like you all of a sudden it's like wow i don't date people like that so am i <laughs> so literally you've just said that we are only good for what we look like mm. like but we so we're Objects. not allowed to, we're not allowed to go to go to bed comfortable because we only look good in makeup wigs and heels do it for your man I just yeah yeah I just it's boring I, isn't it it's very boring oh that's debatable like, can you just want to respond business. to you on here because like we just don't have the time of day to be arguing on the comments of our video and we just think that um you're boring and <laughs> get off our page like and go and listen to our episode and you see the reason why we're not easing in our bonnets and I even mm. oh, no, I'm not gonna say too much. But anyway, like, look, I don't be caring. I'll be wearing my bonnet. I'll be wearing my bonnet because yeah, I need just my go hair and date to stay someone nice. who doesn't wear bonnets. Then, <laughs> sorry, why can't he just date someone who doesn't wear bonnets? Like, just go and date like a white yeah. girl, Asian girl. Like, go date ZZ Mills and an Adiola. <laughs> but he can't True. date them because they don't want him. This guy is probably ashy. <laughs> this guy probably has ashy lips. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, but the guys who always want to shout with this stuff, they don't they don't own cream. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They've got dry hands, dry knees. They don't own cream. They don't have it like they've never even contemplated having a skincare routine. No, you just know, splash the water. Yeah, they're they're like they're the ones splashing cold water on their face and just using a bit of mouthwash because they don't brush their teeth either. So, <laughs> or they've got a toothbrush that they've had for three years and all the bristles are bent. <laughs> I feel sick. Oh, <coughs> oh, don't make me throw up. No. Oh, okay. Look, that's enough. Let's end it there because that. Mm, oh, just I don't play when it comes to mouth hygiene. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, inject it. <laughs> okay. I, I want to like talk about this a, a bit. That was a good wait. That was a good end. Yeah. A bit of happiness. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk a bit about Summer Walker's album next week, but I haven't listened to the full thing yet. But she put a quote on her Instagram that I thought would be good for the uh, my injected today. So it's take this opportunity to learn from my mistakes. You don't have to. What? Sorry. I'm dyslexic. Um, You don't have to guess if something is love. Love is shown through actions. Stop making excuses for people who don't show up for you. Don't ignore red flags and don't think you have to stay somewhere because you can't find better. You can and you will. Don't settle for less. Uh, You don't deserve it and neither does your family. Wow, that is a word. So it's just her being the big sister. That's a word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's actually really nice. Um, yeah yeah that's really nice that's kind of resonating with me at the moment not not like yeah it's just resonating with me I just feel like yeah empowered I just mm. feel like yeah you're right and it's nice of you to be like learn from your mistakes so I just wanted in response to that I wanted to read ZZ Mills in ZZ Mills tweet because <laughs> um, she said about how um, she tweeted about Sierra's prayer. So everyone's talking oh, yeah. about Sierra's prayer. And ZZ Mills this. tweeted saying, ain't no point in saying that Sierra prayer if you're still going to go for the same type of guy. So, <laughs> sorry, That's I'm just like, me. know what? You're right, ZZ. Look, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I've got uh, mixed feelings about her. Yeah, I feel like she does, she honestly gives me big sister vibes because yeah. like one minute I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? And then the next minute I'm like, oh my God. And like, sometimes, and I agree sometimes 100%. You, don't, you don't always agree with big sisters anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, what I mean. So yeah. I feel like if, if I knew her in real life, we'd have little cat fights and then she'd say something that I agree with and then we'd be friends again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what I, that, that's the vibes that I'm getting from ZZ. And to be honest, I think I'm glad that that that's kind of our our relationship now I know that I yeah. don't know ZZ Mills yeah. personally but I feel like I quite like that that's our relationship now because now at least I can feel like no I can support you from afar still and actually be like yeah. actually I don't I don't mind you but sometimes what you'd be saying just be a bit no but then other mm. times it's like oh okay yeah I get your point and but like yeah. I'm not gonna follow everything you say for gospel because sometimes you say things that's like nah but um yeah yeah, yeah. So, it's with the core like things like for instance with colorism she's always on point with what she's yeah. saying with that and like yeah with, with the things that really matter she's yeah, on point she but with is. like silly things like bonnets when, and when like she wants to be oh, when a man does this a man does that yeah it's just like please just like, please stop relax. it just stop <laughs> just stop being a pe- and I feel like it's like that kind of relationship where it's like okay look we know you're a pick me and I can just say that out loud you mm. know what I mean it's like yeah you're 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 a pick me but like yeah. you're all right sometimes so yeah literally yeah <laughs> so I think I think I like that I'm on this terms with these emails because it, it wasn't fit fit sitting right with me that I felt like I didn't like her yeah same yeah same. it wasn't sitting right with me but I feel like recently it's been like okay I, I get you and mm. I also get that you do you need to just start up bullshit just to get some say, yeah. <laughs> just to get some things said and just get get some things going um yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's true yeah my um my injected this week zz mills isn't my injected my injected this week is um <laughs> so i was just thinking before like 
And I feel like a lot of my objectives come like kind of come towards this, but it's like with like knowing your worth and stuff like that. And mm. I just feel like my objective is like, I kind of just like, just had a bit of a revelation today being like, and the other day just thinking, actually I've been working hard <laughs> and yeah. I worked hard to get where I am. And mm. and I got chosen, like, as in like, you know, with me getting my job, it's like, I got chosen for, for this job and I worked hard to get here, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm just kind of thinking about like, I, I just think of stuff like that. And I just want to kind of be like, let, I want to inject actually just kind of being being grateful but actually kind of thanking yourself because know what you Mm. have worked hard to to get like whatever place you are in right now any place you're in right now even if you're like in a place where you're not you're not feeling too good or you know you're getting out of something or even you know even like summer walker you know you're starting to recognize Mm. signs where like remember like you've you've worked hard actually like yeah going through life is hard and you've been working hard and you've been doing what you need to do to survive and you've been doing the things you need to do to get where you need to be and I just want to just be like well done to everyone yeah yeah and to myself and I just want everyone to just say well done to themselves like you're here right now in this moment listening to me waffle on and yeah, yeah. Just, just say well done well done for getting through this episode you know mm. like you, you listen yeah. to us right to the end I well done I, I definitely think like congratulating yourself is so underrated because mm. like we go through a whole day of working for like eight hours a day and at the end of the day a lot of us or for me at least it's like okay what's next on my to-do list so yeah. I've got to work out or do some chores and it's like wait hang on a second I've just done so much today and mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself for doing this this and this yeah and yeah then I can move on to what I want to do next but sometimes you've just got you've literally got to treat yourself or you've got to just show gratitude and mm-hmm. be thankful that you're able to do so much yeah um, exactly. and that you're capable and you're intelligent enough to do so much yeah yeah exactly you're intelligent to do mm. so much well done guys Mm. well done and like you must be intelligent to, to have listened to us this whole episode because we didn't even we didn't even really we didn't do no man bashing until right at the end <laughs> the man, the man bashing didn't, the, yeah the man bashing was like less than less than 20 minutes like yeah, yeah. You, must, you must be intelligent listening to us this episode so yeah well done well done guys um yes that's it for us this week thank you guys for mm. listening um we Thanks, really guys. hope that you have enjoyed this episode um even though there wasn't enough man bashing i know we you guys all love the man bashing even you men love the man bashing because that's why you come <laughs> in my dms telling me that i'm man bashing all the time so <laughs> <laughs> and they're so, the video they're the episodes we get the most listens so exactly. maybe we should continue so we know that you love it <laughs> we know you love it so um yeah don't worry more man bashing to come um mm. <laughs> stay tuned watch this space um yeah so if you want to kind of look at that guy's tweet you know like we didn't we didn't feel like kind of entertaining him in our in our comment session but if anyone wants to entertain him in our in our comment section you know like we're happy to to like things that we like (laughs) you know Mm. if you want to if you want if we like your response to him like we'll we'll send some likes here here and there you know yeah maybe some prayer hands like yeah preach sis thanks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um 
yeah so like yeah uh you can find us you can find that um comment on our latest on our latest video post on inject it underscore pod <laughs> on instagram mm. um <laughs> you know if you if you feel like just you know going at some going at this guy oh oh that's debatable because you know he's <laughs> for some reason he's still what he's still on this bonnet debate which was how which is more than 10 weeks yeah. ago <laughs> and he still wants to debate like he's a debating check page so go and debate with him yeah <laughs> almost 20 weeks ago that was honestly like episode 28 um, was that's how far behind we are in promos <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Look, no, what we are gonna get them out. We are gonna get them out, especially before the new year, because we're gonna be on it in the new year, like promoting yeah, again. Yeah, and we'll do it for the first six months, like we did last time, and then you know might yeah, fall off and yeah. catch up. But Stop yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, at least you guys get an episode every single week. You know, mm. and this is ep- what episode forty-five we're on. Wow. Also. We've we've known each other for like a year now. Oh yeah, it has November. been a year. <gasps> yeah, we it's met in November. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's our one year anniversary of meeting each other. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, we hadn't even thought of podcasts by then. Yeah. Podcasts came up no. into mind like end of December or mid December. No, no, it was it was it was November time still. <gasps> Yeah, it was November. Yeah, because we started a talks and I was because I came off that that app yeah, after you November. Did. I was Early. off it. Yeah. And, and it I was, was probably the idea of the podcast, like the name is probably being thought up in a couple of weeks' time. Mm. Oh my god. We came across the you guys are so lucky. Running. You guys are so lucky. We, <laughs> like don't you think it's crazy? We've only known each other for a year. I mostly know. online we didn't meet until may yeah and um yeah. we went on holiday <laughs> i know look how much we've done that's madness it is that's guys crazy. meet your nice internet friends make Literally. sure that they're not catfishes but meet yeah, your make sure friends. that they're not mad like be careful <laughs> but like yeah yeah anyway guys yeah so you can find us injected underscore pod um on instagram you know you can debate with that's uh, oh that's debatable on our in our mm. comment section if you want to um you can also tweet us same same app you could send us emails if you want to um yeah yeah i don't think i've got any more announcements because yeah anyway i'm alexandra <laughs> at alxndr underscore nic on instagram I'm Diana at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Go and give us a follow. Give we us love a you. follow. We do love you. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, yes, yeah, thank you. All the facts and the history and just saying stuff off the top of our head. The range. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> bye guys. Thanks, bye.